Thank you for joining us for After the Message. To learn more about Celebration Church here in Orlando, you can follow us on social media under the handle at CelebrationORL or visit our website at CelebrationORL.org. Well, uh, everyone, welcome to After the Message. Uh, If you don't know what After the Message is or maybe you're stumbling upon this in a later date, we're in the future. We're speaking to the future, (laughs) potentially. But no, we're just talking about the uh, the past message from this Sunday, and today I'm joined by my man, Danny. Hey. How, how you guys? doing? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Good, man. Good. Danny, for those who are not aware, let the people know what you do here at Celebration Church. I'm the guy who makes sure the microphone that I'm currently talking to <laughs> uh, turns on. <laughs> At least that's a that's that's one way of of saying what I do. Yeah. But I help I do help uh, lead our production team, um, which right now has been interesting because we don't we don't have church right now, obviously in the mm-hmm. normal sense. But it's been a uh, been cool seeing it doing in this kind of this new way of church with the uh, recordings and the live setting. And um, yeah, we just. I work with uh, I work with Vinny. Mm-hmm. I work with him. He's part of. I, he, I, I'm under him, and uh, we just you know we're the people who try to make things happen behind the scenes. And of course, Nate himself has been been a part of this team. I have for uh, for uh, for a long time before doing what he's doing now. Um, and he's actually kind of came back to production a little bit because we've been having him run Pro Presenter. Uh, back in the saddle. Back in the saddle. <laughs> how how was Pro Presenter for you? Pro Presenter. Well. You see, the thing is, man, you set me up for success. Yes. So Woo-hoo. it's not that difficult whenever you have someone like Danny who just <laughs> champions <laughs> the team. <laughs> I want, that's the goal. I want everyone to enjoy the experience. Dude, what's the, what do you think like the biggest thing you've learned over this, like this new period of new equipment and like is there a lesson or maybe even a skill that you have acquired or is it just kind of like, like oh, te- i know how te- to do this technology yeah wise? yeah um yeah i mean i always had known about streaming obviously and mm-hmm. you know using like some type of broadcast switcher or whatnot okay but i never actually would never done it before hmm. so understanding how that all works and how it connects and just getting all the work was definitely all brand new to me. Hmm. Um, but lucky enough, we were able to get some pretty good equipment that was um, pretty easy to learn. And um, it was one of those things that like kind of plug and play situation. And yeah. we're like, in my head, I'm thinking, all right, we're going to have to turn all these things on and adjust the settings. And, and I was like, oh, that, that's it? <laughs> and I, I mean, it still worked, yeah. but it was a lot easier. So I'm like, it really does help have some really good equipment. So recommend anybody who's trying to uh do anything like this definitely uh look into investing on some good equipment to mm-hmm. make your um experience way easier yeah but it's been um it's been a learning curve but it's also been a lot of fun um just to get and i love i always love learning new things and sure i've always been i was it's easy for me to adapt so if there's something we if this is how we're going to do it all right let's figure it out and let's do it and yeah. let's do it with excellence mm-hmm. and and if something doesn't work next week or whatever, we do something different. Yeah. So it's been um no, but it's been really good. Good. Um, so God's teaching me definitely in the technology sense as well during this time. Sweet. How long have you been here in Orlando again? I because you're from here. Miami, right? Born and raised in Miami. 
uh, moved here in December of 2014. Okay. Um, was um, just look uh, at the time. Just for me, it was just like I'm trying to change the scenery. Yeah. Change my cost of living. Um, but it's crazy because the thing about how I moved up here was definitely God mm-hmm. because every door opened so easily and mm-hmm. I, it was just like an instant thing for me. And then how I found celebration was literally the week of I was me- moving hmm. and little did I know this is where God was going to have me hmm. and plant, you know, my feet here and be part of this church. Um, I just had other intentions at the time. But God always finds a way to pull you back into his um, direction, though he wants you to be on. Right. Uh, Even when you're fighting him every step of the way. (laughs) So it's like, um, but yeah, I've been here since, it's crazy. We're in 2020. It's been, I can't believe I've been here this long already. Um, But it's been, it's been great um, to be up here. But I, I I don't think I'll move back to Miami, but I can't never say never, but yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a very, uh. That's a lot of people down there. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> well, dude, that kind of uh, it kind of actually segues talking about you know God's will and how he and mm. how he kind of pulls you back into His plan. Is this past Sunday we were talking about what does God want? You know, we're kind of yes. entering that a new series about what does God want. And um, Pastor Keith sort of started out by by uh expressing some of his I guess frustration with their prayers that I've prayed or things that I've asked God for at the beginning and I still haven't seen fruit of that you know or mm-hmm. questions that I've asked God and I still don't have an answer um is there anything in 2020 that you've asked God and you don't have to necessarily be specific but if you don't want to but I guess my question is can you relate to that sentiment of pa- what Pastor Keith was sharing? Well, I, you know, going to 2020, all these things with COVID and um, being shut down, not having just the normal. So I, I, I'm, I'm here with the church, but I also have a full time job at another company. Okay. And um, you know, when we got shut down, um, I got furloughed, so I was no longer working for that. You know, I mean, I'm still working. I'm under the company, but I'm not working for them. Yeah. So before that, I had just got promoted to a new position Mm -hmm. in sales, and I just hadn't gotten engaged. So Mm -hmm. all these things in my head, I was just like, wow, okay, God's providing this job for me to pay for my new future. I just got engaged. This is like all my stuff in my head. I'm like, this is great. I'm like, God, you're setting me up. And then, bam, this virus (laughs) comes, and all those, like, plans that I had going is gone. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like okay, I need to rethink this. Mm-hmm. And so I just started praying because I didn't know if and when um, I would be called back. Um, I work for the event industry, so the event industry has definitely been hit really hard during this time. So it's hard, you know, there's no people to gather and you can't have meetings or conferences. You can't make money. Mm-hmm. So it's been, that's been very difficult. So I was like, all right, God, if it's, if, if, what is it i was i think i started playing what where do you what do you want me to go what do you want me to do Hmm. so i started changing those prayers Hmm. for me and has it been answered um maybe i don't know yet (laughs) i don't know i just you know i got i'm in a time right now where opportunities have been coming my uh, have come my way sure and now i'm kind of like 
okay, is this where you want me to be? Right. You know, I'll go over. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll. If this is where you want me to make make it known to me, hmm. um, so I'm, I'm kind of not. I'm not in that stage of uh, waiting for him to answer. I'm just kind of not sure where or what the answer is, or like I feel like okay, this could be something. Okay. But I'm not really sure if it is from him. Or, sure. I don't know. Maybe this is the the thing in between the next thing. I don't really know. Gotcha. So I'm so in, it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily like an anxiety. It's more just trying to um, develop patience in certain areas. Yes, I would say a little bit of that. There's a, there's a little bit anxiousness. Okay, for sure. Um, especially at the beginning, because there was kind of like I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, but even now, you know, I was kind of like, can't you know? There's that anxiousness of like, do. Am I going here? Mm-hmm. Or is it somewhere else? I just kind of like, you know, you always want that. You always kind of want to know. Sure. And, and maybe I won't know right now, but I, it's one of those things I just, it's, um, you know, as a, as a human, you want to be, you just want to know what's going to go on. For sure. But, but God has predictability. His, yeah. Oh yeah. But God has his timing mm-hmm. and he, and he knows it when it's meant to be what that time is for you. He will, you will be, it will be known. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely hard sometimes when you're just like, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, man. I think we've, I think, oh, I'll speak for myself. I forget that a lot. I forget that whatever it is, God's going to make it known to me, you mm-hmm. know? And and sometimes I feel, oh man, I don't want to miss God, you know? And, yeah. and I forget the whole point that like, well, if God wants to tell me something, he's going to make sure that it, <laughs> that I hear it. You, you get what I mean? Oh, so yeah. like just Absolutely. having, having faith that if God wants me somewhere else or God wants me doing something else or whatever it may be, like he'll make it known. Yes. And, uh, one of my friends, one of my friends always talks about this when he prays is he, he, he tells God like, Hey God, uh, can you, if you want me to do something else, can you just make it so, obvious to me because i'm dumb or like you know what i mean or i'm I'm just an idiot so i won't know so i just need you to make it plain as day you know yes um i don't think that's a bad a bad way to look at it i mean he pray i think god's it listens to our prayers whatever it is Mm -hmm. and he knows you Mm -hmm. he knows the kind of person you are Mm -hmm. too so he knows that there's gonna be certain things that okay i need to talk to you in this way Hmm. um one of the things for me, it just just the way God speaks to me at times, is through music hmm. and through a song. And I could I could go through a whole sermon and hear uh, and and not so, not say I wouldn't get anything out of it, but I the word I get from Him is through a lyric sometimes. Hmm. And it's just like I needed to hear that today, and I needed and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying here. Okay, I need to do that hmm. type of thing. Or that that happens to me sometimes. Sure. And and sometimes it's through somebody who's like, literally the uh, the way I kind of got this opportunity was just, start uh, was just out of nowhere. Someone just called me, told me hey, here at I, Celebration. You mean? No, it was um, or in Orlando. There's this other opportunity okay. I got. The person just called me. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, was that from you? Like I'm just <laughs> like it, but it was from out of nowhere. Like mm. I was not looking for. I wasn't seeking it. I mean, I was definitely praying for what's next. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like. Okay, so I, 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 I've every step of the way for me is at least like God's spoken to me. 
he's made or uh, at least how he showed me how this is the right way it's always made it very easy for me hmm. the times that it's i felt like it's maybe not the right way was how hard it was hmm. to try to make this happen for me or you know i'm trying to do it gotcha um at least that's from my experience Been your experience yeah 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 well one of the things that Pastor Keith even mentioned was a lot of times we're trying to figure out what God wants us to do, but we're not in the place God wants us to be. Yes. And it's, it's true, man. Environment is important, Mm -hmm. you know? So if, if you're not in the correct habitat or environment that helps move your relationship with God forward, then you're probably not going to get the quote unquote results that you want. You know what I mean? And yes, I don't know, you know, you kind of talked about your move earlier. I don't know, looking back on that, does that look like it was a necessary thing for for your relationship with God? Um, yes. I, I look back at now, it definitely was, because mm-hmm. I was in a place spiritually, especially being from, especially for the church, mm-hmm. where I felt very distant from the church. Mm-hmm. Um, even before that was, yeah, because I had started this new job and, and, about a, I've been in there for a little bit over a year mm-hmm. and um, I was just made it a point where I just didn't want to make church a priority more or even mm-hmm. a relation. Not saying I wasn't a Christian, but I just wasn't making that a priority anymore. And, um, and maybe it was my excuse like, Oh, there's no church up church there anymore. Or, I don't know. So I'm like, okay, you want to make that excuse? Hmm. All right, go up here <laughs> and I'll find you another church. And I was like, and I remember just resisting it because I was like, oh, this feels great. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this worship message, people mm. are awesome. Like, no, 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 I don't want to be part of it. So I think God will use something like that where he'll, he'll kind of, I felt for me, he kind of like, you. I, I, I'll, I'll get you up here if, mm. if, even if it's your intentions were not necessarily for, for me, mm-hmm. I'll put you, I'll point you somewhere else up when you're up here and I'll use you. Yeah, and and kind of the whole point of the message was, what does God want? He wants a family. Yes. And so I don't have kids, but I can imagine, uh, I can sort of infer that if I were to have kids, and I would want them to be in the right environment, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, in, in order to Same. in order for them to advance and, and to and to grow and mature. So I can imagine God being the same way, looking at his sons and daughters and, and going, just like you said, okay, you don't want this here, go this way, yeah. and, and and I'll I'll put it in front of you, basically, you know. And that's kind of what I'm hearing from you. Yes, that's that's what he definitely did for me. And I think you know what Pastor Kia said. It was like you really do need to be. In, in the right place Mm. um i'm not saying god won't speak to you in those sense but it definitely really does help Mm. i think you have a you you hear from him more when you're surrounded by or your environment is um more god's you know work i I use that church word god-centered but Mm -hmm. it was just like you're you have surrounded yourself with groups of people who are after the same things that you're going after at least for the kingdom um and it kind of it definitely it helps definitely helps me like i want to go oh yeah i need to get better i need to i need to work on my walk i need to do this i need to do that and when i know this when i'm away from all that Hmm. and that's god can still speak to you but it's you you're you're less and less caring for that stuff gotcha um 
and I did notice that for that bit in my life where I was just like, not. and then when he got me back in, I was just like, why did I do this? <laughs> like this was, but I need, I guess I needed to learn that hmm. to understand how much I needed it. Hmm. And I was like, okay, I can't leave this again. Hmm. I need to keep this. This is what helps me stay straight. Um, and having different, having these groups of people around me, you know, having the, the team here at church and, and there are teams, it, it pushes me to be better mm. and and get dive into the word and grow and learn. I mean, that's part of, during this whole time. I spent a lot, I spent a lot of time in prayer for sure. Mm. So I've definitely have got better with that, uh, with my walk, uh, just getting back to just praying consistently. Mm. Um, it's like, hey, have a relationship, talk to me. Um, and then just, just reading the word and growing in that way and kind of like, letting that be my influence as well as the people around me so it's like but definitely when i'm not awake when i'm not in it or i'm not doing it god's it's i don't it's like you know what it's like that desire is not there because you're letting other things influence you yeah there's this there's this almost constant temptation the temptation can creep in i guess where it's like oh i've got this figured out yes i you know i don't i don't need to do all those disciplines that maybe I first started out doing or maybe and dude that's a slippery slope very much because the minute that we think that we've got it figured out it's um it, it it'll come back and bite you it's like golf <laughs> I don't know if you've ever played golf but oh, I, I know a sport I uh I play terribly but there are times when I'm like playing a little bit better than normal and I go, oh got it figured out i'm good you know i'm <laughs> shot a great score today feeling good next round i play terrible it's like i haven't played in my entire life <laughs> so you just gotta you gotta stay focused yeah. on the lord man and you yes. can't you can't for a second take your eyes off of him because the minute that you do uh you start to slide a little bit you know i i, I you, you just kind of saying that just brought a memory to me um i have when I was uh, in, in South Florida, the church in South Florida, mm-hmm. we had um, this uh, this lady. She came and she had the, she was very heartbroken. Like she had her lost her job and and she and her relationship wasn't great. And and she's like, I come here. I just need to, I need to find God and I need to and I just need to get my life back together. And she was and she had like yeah, this is well, God's here. He's gonna help you, right? Mm-hmm. And this is all these things. She was coming so consistently, and you could tell she was getting involved. And then at some point, she just stopped showing up, hmm. like out of nowhere. And we're just, and I think we had reached out. We're like, "Hey, we, where are you? We haven't seen you in a while." I was, oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you're well. I'm like, oh, I, I'm. I mean, I'm yes, but I'm also I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to come to church anymore. And I was like, well, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Well, I got my job, and I have a new boyfriend, and and it's all good. I'm happy. So I, I, I checked all my boxes. God, you know, I don't need to come anymore." And I'm just like, "No, you, you know, you want to keep coming because you." <laughs> keep this up yeah (laughs) so it's like kind of like the whole thing we're just like don't you know i'm good i don't i don't need this anymore Mm. and i I just at that was like what but yeah and we (laughs) well i guess you know i've done it but yeah just from seeing from that perspective i'm just like man okay all right well yeah we've we've sometimes we look at god as like our general store you know or like or like a reha- rehabilitation, like, okay, I came in here, I, I feel better, I got well, now I can go do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that for sure. One of the one of the big, or probably the element that we mentioned about, you know, what does God want, like, is originally his 
intent and still his intent, I guess you could say for us is we're created in his image. Mm. And I know if you've spent any amount of time in church, you've probably heard that, you know, created in the image of God. And, um, this theme has been coming up in my life over the past 60 days. It's almost like, okay, (laughs) God's trying to show me something. So (laughs) I'm glad you're here to help me talk through this, but sadly, I hadn't really given it much thought as to what that meant. I had just kind of accepted it. Like I'm creating the image of God. Okay, cool. Move on. You know, there was even, there was even an ignorance or, uh, me being naive to that as well. It means like maybe I look like what God looks like in a sense, or it's almost like attributes of, or consciousness or, you know, emotions or, or, what I have a spirit and animals don't or whatever it may be, you know? Um, but what in reality, what I'm finding and what pastor Keith alluded to is created in the image of God actually means you're an ambassador for God, almost like you're an extension of him. And I think, you know, not to like, not to like dip, dip our toes in pagan religion or anything, because there are like things out there that say like, everybody's a little piece of God. Mm hmm. And I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but I think there's a little bit of truth into what they're saying. No. You know I, what I mean? I, no, I know exactly what you mean. Not in the sense that, not in like an Eastern religion sense where we're all deities. No. But God has uniquely created us. Yes. To, and the best way is to image him, you know, to, mm-hmm. to be, to be a, a part of his bloodline, so to speak. Yes. Kind of like his DNA. You yes. know, if you think of a, a natural family, um, it's almost like a spiritual DNA. Yes. I think the way Keith put it was perfect because I, I always knew it, what it was. And I was, for me, I was like, okay, we're made image of God. So we're like God. Okay. And that's how I just took it and like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But like the way he said it was just like we're ambassadors, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I and then and I think you're right because he even alluded to that in the sermon. He said that we kind of like we're a piece of him, and we're different, kind of a, a different a different part of God mm-hmm. too. You know, God's many things, and he has a, and he's created us all differently, and for different things. And so you know, you you know, and and I think uh, we're talking. I think I talked about enneagrams. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, oh yeah, I think I did. I think I did that recently. Uh, what think, are you? I think I'm a. I I'm pretty sure I'm a six. Okay. Uh, Do you me, know what that means? Because I don't. So it means that I am. Uh, I think I wrote it down, but I can't remember exactly. I guess I'm more. Um, I guess loyal. I think it's what it was, mm-hmm. and willingness to. Um, be don't be modest, I, Danny. I don't know. I'm, trying to, <laughs> I'm just trying to remember what it all said. <laughs> it it sounded like me. Like when I read it, I'm like, that sounds more like me. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of nine because a nine's like the more peaceful one. Okay. Um. So I and it's kind of weird how those things work. Cause I think six kind of le- leads to nine. Okay. Sort of. I don't fully understand it either. Neither but, do I. But it it's kind of funny how those things. And it, it's kind of fun. like I think he had said peacemaker, and he said like uh, someone's a, who challenges or mm-hmm. something in mm-hmm. the sermon. He needs these people to do what God intended you to be, and and be that person, mm-hmm. and handle situations and things that that make sense 
or you hmm. um like hey you know nate you're I, i'm not saying what you are but you better not don't put, the, don't, don't you put that on me <laughs> i don't know what you are <laughs> we should have we should read it out like that's you nate <laughs> well let's for instance you're like, for, let's say you're a person like and you're just gonna be that person who like challenges everything but that might be your strength hmm. you know that and that's fine that's where god puts you there to i know i want you to be that person obviously sure you're gonna do it and and in a in a good manner but let's hope so <laughs> but but then you need those people too who are just gonna help put the situation out and and handle it peacefully but all of this saying saying all this all should come from a kingdom mindset too hmm. um like and in, in, in everything that we do um should we should definitely be thinking like god right how mm. what would jesus do mm-hmm. in these situations oh, it's like the cliche thing and the bracelets but it really does, you know, it's a, it's a good thing to think about every once in a while in a situation like, would he really be doing this? Or how would he say this mm. in this situation? Or how would he approach it? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, yeah, I I don't, I, I wrote it down. I just don't remember what it what all of them say. Yeah, man, I, uh, I'm a, along the same train of thought as, well, I guess, now pastor key's former thoughts about the enneagram because it sounds like he's come around to it but people <laughs> are what, what, yeah what's your enneagram and i'd say i'm a child of god yeah. what's yours <laughs> you know like what's your enneagram number child of god <laughs> whatever number that is that's what i am you know just to kind of like <laughs> yeah, throw people off. yeah just to kind of throw okay so but uh yeah that's that's funny man and, and it's true and, and the bible even talks about that as far as the body the yes. body of Christ. I yes. mean, we're all different parts. We're, we're all part of the same body. Like you mm-hmm. can't look at your foot and go, you're not as poor as important as my hand or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And in order for the body to work properly, all parts have to be working in unison. Yes. And so as the body of Christ, the whole, the church, we all have to be able to bring our God given gifts and abilities mm-hmm in cohesion with one another in order for the proverbial body to function properly. Yes. So I think, like you said, him bringing in the analogy of the Enneagram helped me move forward a little bit in my understanding of what the image of God is. I thought that was great. It was just a great way to kind of explain it. Mm -hmm. Because like I said for you, I was just like stuck on it before. I didn't really think about it as much, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just, it was a, a great thought process of how, mm-hmm. you know, to really think about. And then how what you said with the body of Christ, even more so, you need all the parts to work together. Right. And it's almost, a, it's a responsibility. Yes. You know, it's it's a responsibility that we we have a purpose, you know, and yes. and the purpose that we have is to help move God's kingdom forward and to, and the only way that we're going to do that is if we're operating in our God-given ability. Yes. Um, you are recently engaged. I am. Congratulations. I felt like I started a trend. Did you? I felt like I was trying to, I was, I was talking to Hope. I was like, did we get engaged first? Because we got engaged back in, uh, was actually we had, right before this whole thing started happening, um, back on a cruise. Um, so I actually have, have not been into like a church service since before, like since February. Jeez. Um, so I'm like, man, I'm really missing it. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I recently got engaged and I was telling her, so I think we, I think we started something because a bunch of people after us had gotten engaged. Nice. Um, but yes. Do you know Hope's Enneagram? Oh, oh, I should know this. I think it's a two. Okay. 
but I don't remember what it says. That's helper. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's Two a, is like the helper. Yes. Cause then, yes, I think it's that one. Because that's what my wife is. She's yes. a she's a two, which is a helper. I don't know anything else besides those two. The, she's a helper, so I don't know. I don't know the full extent. The, no, me either. It's probably gonna make me go back and read them all again. Yeah, hopefully she doesn't <laughs> listen to this and be like, "I've told you a million times, Danny." <laughs> um, kind of along the lines of the the family idea of of God. Hmm. We're the children; He's the Father. Do you tend? Hmm to look at God as a father like what how do you you tend how do you usually view God in your relationship with him yeah I mean I think I grew up hearing that so much because I always a lot of times I start my prayers with dear father Mm -hmm. or um so I definitely have always for like we're all his we're all his children Mm -hmm. right we're you know so I always got this feeling that we are his family Mm. and he wants to help his family you know that's me why did he send his son to die hmm. if he wasn't helping his family? Hmm. Um, it's a great point. So I was always in that mindset, like, yeah, kind of, yeah, he's our father. Yes, he is God mm-hmm. and very powerful the, who he is. But it's, I always find it cool that they, he refers himself to as father because I'm like, we are he wants he's, he's he's taking care of us mm. you know he wants our he wants us to be well and he wants all of his children to you know to be well and yeah be with him yeah and serve him yeah that's why we're here right we're here to serve his kingdom and keep bringing back more of his children amen so amen that'll preach danny um <laughs> uh, man if i'm honest uh sometimes i don't mm. and sometimes i almost look at God is like um, a manager, someone that I don't okay. want to disappoint or someone that, hey, here's your assignment. Uh, make sure that you do it this, this, and this way. And if you don't, here's the consequence. You know what I mean? So yes. sometimes I can look at God as like my... Uh, Mr. Deadline. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Deadline or like <laughs> the efficiency police, you know? like yep. I don't know, man. No, I get, I get what you're saying. But I kind of think of it that way too, because I don't want to disappoint my father. Hmm. You know, I want to make sure I'm I'm doing what I you know, I'm 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 respecting him. I'm doing everything I can to honor him. You know, honor God, right? And so I I, took, I mean, so I kind of think of it a little bit that way too. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I I know what you're saying. Sometimes it's hard because even then he's like, he's God. How is he your father? Yeah. But I think I've always approached it as like. Well, I I can go to my dad and have a conversation and just tell him everything I'm happening for the day and just things I'm dealing with. It's the same thing I go with God. I just talk to him like, here, God, I'm one of yours. I just I just need to have a conversation with you and tell him mm. what's happening with me. Mm. So I kind of always approach the way I pray in that way as well, too. Mm-hmm. Just like, I'm going to you. I need your help. Yeah. Um, is he... It's different, yes, of course, because he's gonna answer when he wanted it ready to answer, obviously. But yeah. yeah, but I've always kind of approached it that way. But I can definitely see it the way you are definitely approaching it too, because he is. He definitely is managing <laughs> us as well too, and you, and he gives us assignments, mm-hmm. right? And he wa- and we obviously don't want to mess up that assignment. Mm-hmm. We want to do it to the very best of our ability. Um, but yeah, I definitely could see it for sure. Yeah, I just think sometimes that can it can be an unhealthy viewpoint for me you know Mm -hmm. and so to be able to to be able to shift my perspective in times where that is unhealthy and look back and go 
you know what, you're you you care for me more than you care about the assignment. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that's heretical, but <laughs> I feel <laughs> like it's true. Like if mm. if God like you were saying, you think about your own relationship with your father and you know, if you know, you're out there and you've been fortunate enough to have a to have a good relationship with your dad, then yeah. you can sort of correlate those two things. Um, and I have had a good relationship with my dad. And so that's true, man. Like, and that's super encouraging for me to, sometimes I just Mm. need to tell my dad, like how my day's going, you know, and like what I'm struggling with. And sometimes I just need, need to hear him on the phone say like, it's all right, man. Like I'm praying for you. You'll get through this, you know? So that's a great way to look at it with, with the Lord is like, sometimes God's just, yeah someone t- to we just need to talk his ear off a little bit. <laughs> no it's it's true and one thing i love my dad says he goes every time he ends this phone before he says goodbye just want you to know that i'm always praying for you hmm. always want to know that i got you hmm. i'm just kind of like and that's how i know it and i, I know that's how god is too obviously we don't actually hear him mm-hmm. but i know he does hmm. just by the acts and things he's done hmm. in my life so, but yes, I love hearing that, you know, when we have kids, you know, we both have our own families and our kids, yeah. tell your kids how you pray for them. I don't know. It's always encouraging to me. It's awesome. When you hear that, when you're like, man, okay, thank you. I'm so happy. Appreciate that. that. Thank <laughs> you. I need prayer. I'm not the only one on my behalf. <laughs> um, Speaking of prayer, you kind of, you mentioned earlier and, and I'm, I wanted to circle back to it. You mentioned earlier how you had almost found a prayer again through this season, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and how it had, if I heard you correctly, kind of reinvigorated your relationship. Yes. Uh, if you wouldn't mind sharing like your method of prayer. Oh, okay. Uh, how, what does it look like, you know, mm. and is it certain times? Is it, does it matter where or when, or how, what has it been like for you over the past few months? So it, it, I don't have a schedule. I kind of just pray when I feel like it's, I need to pray. And sometimes I pray when I know that something's happened to someone, right? And I just want to pray for them right away. And then when I'm just dealing with something, I pray right there and then. Um, but I've tried to, I don't it's hard for me to, it's always been hard for me to put a schedule. So I, I just been like, you just find a point in your time of the day and pray at least once a day if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever it is, it could be a simple, small prayer, and that's it. You mm. know, um, sometimes I've played multiple times a day, and mm. it just it was a it was just one of those days where emotionally it was a lot. So I just needed to talk to God. Yeah. Um, but I noticed when you consistently have a prayer life, it helps your relationship with God. I, I just I don't know how to exp- explain the feeling. I just it's just better. Yeah. I just have that overwhelming like sense of, I feel the Holy spirit more. <laughs> I don't know if that's, you know, it's like, is that you Holy spirit? Um, <laughs> where I'm just trying to, um, and I notice it when I don't pray, when I'm not having an active prayer life, mm. I can tell that right away. And what a difference is. Um, and even when you do stuff for me, it's like when I was, you know, not in this consistent prayer, when the times I did pray and I was praying, you know, a little bit more, um, like I was like at a, at a job site and I was having like just stressed out. Mm. I didn't know if everything's going to go well. And the whole time I was thinking, um, why, um, 
um, just like thinking I'm, this is not going to work. And then I just realized, why haven't I just given this to God? Like, why can't I just let him help me right now? Yeah. So I stopped in the middle of where I was. And it was in a hotel somewhere. <laughs> it was in some back hallway. I just started to pray. Mm. I didn't care if anybody was looking at me or whatever. I'm just like, God, I need you to help me because I can't do this by myself. Mm. And I just felt this relief come. And I just remember like, and after I prayed and the, the day went, I let the end of the day, I prayed just thankfulness. And I just remember like, God, I'm sorry. I need to pray more because... <laughs> It's so, to me, it's such a, and that's why, so during this whole time, having the consistency with praying through this time has been so good. Mm. Uh, I'm, I, I'm afraid when everything goes back to normal, I'm going to forget how to do that again. I was like, all right, God, I'm, I was like, so I think my prayers and are adjusting. Help me to not go back to that. Right. Because um, it's so important. It is. Um, so I don't, I don't mean, some people can do a schedule. I did that at one point, but I was so bad at it. So I'm just like, I just kind of just prayed when I just want to pray. Mm. Um, and maybe it wasn't every day, but it was way more than it was before. That's so just great. find, 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 find consistency yeah. in your prayer life. Yeah, I, sure. I just, that's what I would definitely encourage uh, whoever's listening. Definitely find, just find time to, to pray mm-hmm. and not just pray for the bad stuff <laughs> that's happened in your life. Cause we get in the habit of doing that. Right. Pray, f- pray for the good. Wow. And, and, and honor God and tell him thankful. Like, you know, oh, thank you, God, for this job you provided for me. Mm-hmm. And constantly thank him about it. And because and, and, at the end of the day, it's he's the one who's provided for you. He's, you know, the money you have in your pocket, that's God's. Mm-hmm. You know, the house, the apartment you rent, whatever, that's his. The car you drive, whatever. I was trying to remember those good things. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, and pray for others. I was like, I always try to try to go down the line. Just, you know, maybe there's a situation that happened. I try to pray for them, but I try to pray as many people I can think of. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so healthy when you have that consistent prayer life mm. and I, and I can tell when it's not. So yeah, man, that's, I don't know for you how it is. Uh, it evolves over time. You yeah. know, I think mm-hmm. right now it's, it's a little bit more, uh, sporadic so there are definitely times where hey i've I've set aside this time in the morning to where before i do anything else i want to fix my attention on god whether that is five minutes or 50 minutes you know Mm -hmm. i at least know that before i do anything else i want to start my day off this way however it has evolved into kind of what you're talking about where certain situations would um propel me to pray you yeah. know whereas before i may not think about it until my next time in the morning does that make sense yes so i th- i think right now i'm i'm more along the lines of being able to consistently pray like so before we went back uh or before we were went into quarantine and we were doing mm-hmm. we had our next steps classes and stuff and i got to teach step one um, on Sundays. And one of the things was, was telling, telling us what it means to pray without ceasing. Yes. You know, the Bible says to pray without ceasing. And I remember first hearing that I'm like all the time, like, how am I supposed to think about anything else? Like if I'm just praying the entire (laughs) time, you know, uh, but as, as I started to learn and and develop, that just means it's open line of communication. You know, it's like a text thread. Like, Yes, I can text. He can text back. You know, like, yeah. hey, guy, remember that prayer earlier? Well, I need to update that. <laughs> I got more information. <laughs> but no, man, and it even yeah. goes back to what you were saying with the with the idea of the Father is with the good news. Like, 
who I want to call my, Hey dad, guess what? You know what I mean? And, and so that's a really good point, man. And I think it's something we forget. Like even just telling God something like, guess what happened today? And thanking him because like, God, you're probably the one behind it. You yeah, know, it's just could be your whole prayer just could be praise. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Um, so the three things that, uh, Pastor Keith, like the three points, I guess you would yeah. say, reflect, dominate, repeat. Oh, yes. Um, so reflecting who God is, dominate our situation, and repeat that process over again. I'm going to be honest, and Pastor Keith, don't get mad at me if you're listening to this. <laughs> but when I first heard we're called to dominate, I took a little bit of issue with that, okay? Because mm-hmm. I was like, really? Is that is that what we're called to dominate, you mm-hmm. know? But as I started to reflect on it, and as I and when I, I listened to the sermon uh-huh. over I again, did there you reflect? Amen. Uh, I started to really think about it, and and it it makes sense because yeah, originally God called Adam and Eve, hey, here's here's the area, take dominion over this area. You know, don't don't be passive in the garden. You know, you I'm calling you to be to be my ambassador, to be an extension of me here on earth. Mm-hmm. And and so it, it, it actually, it, it adds more weight to us in a good way, I think, mm-hmm. and, and, in a healthy way. Whereas a lot of times where it's just like, you know, just leave me alone. Kind of like that lady you were talking about, like, hey, I don't have to come to church anymore. I'm good. I got everything I need or I, yeah. everything I want. Yep. When in reality, there is a responsibility for us to have dominion over the areas that we're in and to to be to be the image of God to those who may not know what he looks like. Yes. So I say all that to to ask what's your opinion of it? And did you mm-hmm. did you have that first initial reaction like, "Whoa, dominate." Like that doesn't really sound Christ-like, you know, yeah. he was meek and humble, but yes. did you kind of have that initial kinda, reaction? Kind of had yeah, cuz when we think about it, we kind of think it negatively at times uh, with that word. I don't know cuz it gets to tell get used mm-hmm. or or people how they use that yeah, how they use that word. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, "Whoa, I'm supposed to dominate." That sounds a bit extreme. Yeah. But it, yeah, the more I thought about it too, it was like, "Yeah, what but we should be, we should be at the forefront. Mm-hmm. We should be leading. Mm-hmm. We should be over all all of this. And doesn't mean we have to be mean people about it or anything. We're not. That's not what. That's not what he's trying to say. He just says we should be the. We should be the church everywhere we go, um, and and lead in that. Um, and he like I, I think one thing he said that 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 hit home for me is like sometimes we just kind of like to just kind of skip by. We just kind of mm-hmm. barely get. Just enough, right? We're not gonna. No, God didn't call us just to stand in the sidelines and do nothing. He He wants us in the front. He mm-hmm. wants us to lead. He wants us to. So I think that's what I was getting. How I was interpreting it mm-hmm. was be, be the one leading in all areas of, mm-hmm. and it's not just in church. It's in where you when you go somewhere, whatever, wherever a situation you may be, um, be Christ in those situations dominate yeah. i guess it would be <laughs> i mean maybe i need another another uh, uh word for it but yes i i, I that's kind of how i was taking it hmm. um but don't be afraid to take charge but you can know, make sure you, you know do it in a nice nice manner a godly but, manner. <laughs> you know, yeah i mean you don't it, have to bully people but you know it's the um just that kind of like that 
we sh- we should be one people should not looking to us but when they see us they see god Man. type of thing yeah, and yeah. we're going to lead with his with his ki- kingdom mindset yeah um everywhere in any all facets of our life so yeah um when i first heard it, i was like i just i just kept thinking of like a, a team about ready to run onto the field with their hands one on dominate on three one two three dominate yes. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> a football team <laughs> uh, yes i remember those locker room speeches oh, from yeah. coaches for sure and we're gonna crush them <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> i mean your head you're like yes we're gonna do but that's that. a good point man sometimes we can take our experiences especially with words or different uses of vocabulary and yeah. equate them to what the world has to say about it instead of what God has to say about it. Yes. So that's a great point. What God is what God is saying by having dominion is not having control. It's just having a sense of authority because of who we are as God's children. Yes. You know, so yeah. Dude, is is there anything else that kind of stuck out to you that I made you put your phone away so you don't have your notes in front <laughs> of you. But is there anything else that maybe stuck out to you that you? Well, I was glad we hit, we hit on that point because I was going to say let's do that. Okay. But, um, I'm trying to think. Um, there was one thing that he said. Um, and, and I think it's kind of along the lines mm-hmm. of what I was kind of saying prior, which is basically how. Um, I think I think it's what he said. I'm not sure, but maybe it. I, this is how I interpret it or whatever. Um, just how, how we how we lead our life. Sometimes we let other things around us influence us and dictate how we are seeing those situations or handling those situations and we're not thinking of it from a God perspective, like mindset. Mm. We're just we're letting something or some entity or whatever influence our our thought process instead of let let it be from god so i mean i got i definitely heard that at some point something that from keith this past sunday yeah um was like make sure you when you when you're in these situations wherever make sure you're you're coming at it from god's perspective from his thoughts from his kingdom mindset um because that's what we should be at all at all times as christians you know and and we'll get lost sometimes if we're it's depending on what you're listening to, what you're, you know, you always like, what's your influence right now? What are you letting influence you? And Christian, it's, it's going to come out, whatever you're, you're putting in your, in your head. Um, and it may not be bad, but, it, but is it God? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I always, it's been this, I think that's, a, that's God's been kind of been teaching me that this year for sure was like, when you have these thoughts are you thinking from my perspective from a kingdom difference and would i be doing it this way and mm-hmm. like you kind of want to see it from his lens mm-hmm. and so i mean that's yeah so i got yeah. definitely i think i heard something like that i wrote it down somewhere on yeah. the, uh, my notes that's great man and one of the great things about god being our father yeah kind of backtracking on that is Man, when we do stray away, you know, and we do start letting other things, he's right there when we turn around, you know, yep. and say, hey, God, I've been letting I'm this right influence me instead of you. I'm sorry, here, you know, and, and he's right there with open arms. And um, that's the great thing about our God, you know, and that's why he is a father to us and we're part of his family. Exactly. Yeah. Man, thanks so much for, for doing this. This has been really encouraging for me. Um, for me as well. Thank I, you. Uh, I enjoy the 
I enjoy the panel discussions, but uh, again, don't. I mean, I'm just gonna get in trouble again, Pastor Keith. I just really <laughs> like this one-on-one thing that that me and my boy Danny got going on right now with the with, with the conversation, like not being filmed and stuff. But yes, this has been great. Thank it's you all, for- it's all good, man. And and again, super encouraging. Appreciate yes, you. Thank you. Me as well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude. Thank you for joining us for After the Message. To learn more about Celebration Church here in Orlando, you can follow us on social media under the handle at CelebrationORL or visit our website at celebrationORL.org. 